0: The Start On Demand. On demand. The Giller Prize, the long list for the Scotiabank Giller Prize was announced yesterday, and the Giller Prize, as we spoke about yesterday, celebrates the best in Canadian fiction. The prize awards $100,000 to the winner, not bad at all, and $10,000 each to the other finalists. Twelve titles have been chosen from a field of 112 books, and a short list will be announced October 2nd.
1: The winner will be announced at a televised gala in Toronto on November 20th, and to tell us a little about some of the nominated books that are a bit off the beaten path. We're joined by Chris Hall, who is co-owner at McNally Robinson. Uh, by the way, I should just very quickly point out, you're getting a new location soon at the Forks?
2: We are, yeah. That's uh, We've let that cat out of the bag. We're... Uh probably going to slip into, into the new year, but hopefully immediately in uh, January Well, that we'll open a space. In that's sp- going to save
0: me a, a stop because Excellent. Kite and Caboodle and McNally Robinson are two of my kids' favorite places to go, so now I'll be able to do them both. Uh, pardon the terminology, kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Excellent.
1: How big of a store will it be, by the It'll
2: way? It'll be very small by our standards, uh, 800 or so square feet, y- so DS? like two two alcoves, as we call them in our store.
0: Wow. Well, no kidding. Well, great to have a presence. Uh, you're an institution in our community, and uh, great to have you with us. So the Giller Prize, uh, we kind of outlined what it is. Uh, it's in a very exciting time for fiction authors. Uh, mm-hmm. Any Manitobans on that short list or that long list? Uh,
2: there is one. Apparently, uh, David Demchuk uh, was born in Winnipeg and uh, he now lives in Toronto. He's uh, his book called The Bone Mother. Uh, is also the first horror novel ever to make the Giller Prize. So he's got a double really? distinction for Winnipegers.
1: Wow. Yeah. Why would it, why would it take so long
2: for that to happen? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um this is an interesting list in lots of ways that we, we can get into as we talk about it.
0: Well let's do that. Uh, what would be Do you want to work from the favorite to the you know least favorite if you were if you were a well, a Vegas odds maker to tie it back in again to gambling or well, do you want to work
2: <laughs> from the bottom up? I, I guess that's a good way into it because I don't know who the favorite is to be honest. Really? This is a a list that that throws even booksellers off. It um, I'm not I'm not sure there's a big name missing. So it's but it's just caught us a bit by surprise. Some some of these books we didn't really know about. So um, I find that very interesting because um, you know the big names of Canadian literature are are getting older. There needs to be a new generation. And so when we get a list like this, that's Kind of makes you discover authors. It's kind of interesting. It's a new generation of authors for sure. Well,
0: what was the show that we were discussing yesterday that cleaned up at the Emmys? The Mark- Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's right. Tale. Yeah, you know, Margaret yeah, Atwood. You must be having a hard time keeping that book in stock right exactly, now. Exactly.
2: Yeah, and so she would be, you know, the the uh, established Canadian author and still very active and so on. But. But still, there's, you know, Michael Ondaatje hasn't written for a while. Alice Munro is, is, uh, hasn't written for a while. So, uh, yeah, we need new authors, so so here are some. Okay. So you brought good. a stack
1: of books. You have yes, them laid out in front of you. Tell us a little bit about what you brought in.
2: Well, the first one, why don't we talk about the horror one, the uh, David Demchuk. I, I can't read this book. The, uh, the first line on the back says, good children do taste better. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's too scary for Jeff me. Jeff Braun, are you
0: listening? <laughs> Jeff Braun, <laughs> oh, pay attention. Maybe you so, could leave that behind for Jeff Braun who, no, no. Uh,
2: so it's a kind of an old-fashioned uh, fairy tale is, uh, is what I understand, uh, set in uh, the border of Romania and uh, the Ukraine. And uh, I guess uh, the, the um, mythical creatures of that area are all are, are kind of losing their territory though, as... Uh, as civilization encroaches, they're being squeezed down into a few villages, and I guess this is kind of their last stand.
0: So. Okay. All right. <laughs> that sounds interesting. What's but the name that, of that one again? Uh, that one's Chris? called
1: The Bone Mother.
0: The Bone Mother. Okay.
1: Up next, I see you're looking at Minds of Winter. Minds of Winter by N-O- N-O-
2: Ed, O-Lough- N-O- Ed O'Loughlin. <laughs> I'm not sure how to pronounce uh, it Well, name. I hope
0: you're not looking for us to clarify know, that absolutely. for you.
2: So, Minds of Winter is a, a bit of a mystery—not a murder mystery, a kind of a historical mystery. There's a, uh, a chronometer um, that uh, was lost on the Franklin expedition and that somehow appeared back in England. And so, there's this mystery as to how this, when the Franklin expedition was lost, um, how this chronometer made its way back. So, there's a couple of uh, current-day uh, characters who go back because they're trying to solve mysteries in their own family, and they find that their their ancestors are both connected to this mystery. So, this is a A mystery set in the north and uh, um, kind of got that Franklin Expedition uh, setting that people like.
0: That's the search for the Northwest Passage? That's what they were doing, yeah. uh, That's what the Franklin Expedition
2: was, yeah. But then they got lost and, uh, and, um, yeah, the ships were just found in a couple of years ago, so...
1: When the, the list comes out, the the Giller Prize long list, do you get an influx of people coming into the store looking for the books? We we do a little bit, yeah. The um the short
2: list gets gets that next level of excitement, but we have um one of the official Giller light bashes at the store on November twentieth, uh, the day of the Giller. So so we sell tickets for a dinner, and uh, and we have uh, an advocate for each book who who uh, says their their piece about why the book they read should win, and uh, and then they watch the telecast. Uh, for for the the last hour of this event so we're we're an official giller light location so when we when the long list announces we get started uh setting up displays and letting people know tickets are available and uh, and so on so so for us we, yeah we make a big deal i i like long lists and then short lists because it's a really artificial thing to pick up the best book in canada for a year i mean it, what a subjective decision that is. So Of course. So yes, one gets chosen and that's all exciting, but really these shortlists and longlists are full of great books and my recommendation is always that if you if the winning book doesn't appeal to you, read something from the shortlist. Just Pick up a book and whatever whichever one appeals to you, you've got a good book. Um, and with a different jury prize, it might have won. So, um, so yeah, I uh, I I like celebrating long lists and short lists.
0: Yeah. I think we acknowledge with the Academy Awards and with the Emmy mm-hmm. Awards and these other award shows when they put out their nominees. Right, it is really a reference. It's reference material for mm-hmm. those of us that are kind of thinking, well, what should I be going to see at the sure. theater next, yeah. and yeah. and uh, what should I be watching. And this is obviously a similar situation. What else mm-hmm. have you got and brought? For us, uh, Chris. Before we have to let you go.
2: Well, the third one is uh, maybe the most established author, and maybe we could call her the favorite. Uh, Eden Robinson is uh, is her fourth uh, fourth novel, um, "Son of a Trickster." It's called, and it brings in uh, um, some of the native mythology into uh, into the lives of current day characters. So, so the uh, the main character Jared uh, is probably a trickster figure. So, um, so you don't know what's exactly what's going on in there. It's a real mishmash of a of a story and uh, lots of fun, but dark and yeah, lots of elements to it. So uh, maybe I'll call that the favorite. How's I used that? to have
0: a boss who used to say, Mackling, you can't trick the trickster. <laughs> so I like that word. So, so you should read this one. Trickster is a good word.
1: <laughs> so Chris, I uh, one of the couch potatoes on 680 CJOB, which means I, I watch a lot of television, an unhealthy amount of television, quite frankly, but I have recently uh, started to get back into reading. I mm-hmm. used to love reading when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I... I'm really slow uh-huh. because I'm so easily distracted. Do you have any tips on how I can shut the outside world out, or at that the very least, shut my the, that part of my brain down so I can uh, just I, enjoy a book? I, I think it takes practice. Um, when you you get back into
2: reading, I think it, you just you have to stick with it until it starts to become something you look forward to and something that that really works for you. Um, I I think books in this day and age are a great. Uh, way to get away from all the distractions the the machinery that that buzzes and beeps in our lives and uh, you shut down screens and and you turn them off and then you turn your attention to a book but i I think the first time you pick up a book after a long time you're not going to be used to it and and so it, it it takes practice i think you just stick with it and and find some good books that take you away and uh and then the more you do it, the, the the more you enjoy it, I
0: think. It's interesting that uh, we thought that the you know the the physical book might disappear forever mm-hmm. with the advent of these readers and, of course, our digital devices. But that's one of the common complaints about mm-hmm. using a digital device is yeah. then all of a sudden uh, I can kind of flip from the book that I'm reading to my email, to my Facebook, to my Twitter uh, with the press of a button. Mm-hmm. And so people are, in fact, doing exactly what you said, right? They're putting Absolutely. the digital devices aside and picking up a physical book again. It's, it's yeah. great to see.
2: Yeah, books are the, one of the few ways we have left to really get a deep, immersive experience to really shut the world off. Um, because, yeah, they don't, they don't interact with the rest of the world while you're reading it. So
1: yeah, Chris Hall is co-owner of McNally Robinson. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but thank you so much for coming in today. We well, very much, so much appreciate it. Me. The Start On Demand is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.